doesn't matter where you are in your business, whether you're just getting started or whether you are further down the road, everybody can use this strategy that I'm getting ready to share with you. All right. So before I bring Kim back on, let me just remind you if, or maybe you have, this is the first episode that you're seeing. You definitely want to go back and check out part one, but Kim Garst is one of the most retweeted social media, digital media experts on Twitter. She was ranked in Forbes as one of the top 10 social media experts. She has built seven, seven figure online businesses. She is a best selling author. She's a great friend. And so let's find out what she would do to get 10 new reps, 10 new customers if she was in your shoes right now using social media. All right, Kim Garst, welcome back. And we're excited to uh, hear what you have to say. If you were in the field right now, okay, and you were going, look, I want to find my next 10 reps, my next 10 customers. I know everyone is, is ready to take notes on what is it exactly you would do to get that done. I am so excited about this topic because um, the fascinating part about this is it doesn't matter where you are in your business, whether you're just getting started or whether you are further down the road, Everybody can use this strategy that I'm getting ready to share with you. Um, and I'm not sure why more people don't. Uh, maybe they don't know about it, or um, but now there's going to be no excuse. You're going to know about it, and you're going to be able to run with it. But if I was just starting out in a network marketing company, and incidentally, I use this strategy myself all the time. If I want to sign up people for, you know, uh, my latest course, or um, you know, if I'm looking for a um, uh, an agency client, I use this in my business all the time. So it's not something I don't use or leverage. I just want to clarify that because I'm really big on teaching things that I'm doing myself and I know it works. So my strategy for you is, is Facebook focused. And frankly, I am sharing this from the perspective of most people's ideal person is on Facebook, whether it's your favorite platform or not. Um, you can probably find your ideal person on Facebook. Facebook has the infrastructure to support this strategy that I'm getting ready to share. So you don't have to buy anything. You don't have to buy, you know, can get another tool. It's a very easy process um, to do. Um, it's all built into their platform. It's uh, using their friends list feature. Um, and essentially, what I suggest you do is find people that you think would be your ideal person, your ideal buyer or ideal rep, you know, and you could divide those into two categories. If you want, you could divide them into the rep category and make a friends list around reps, people that you think would be really great in the business from the business perspective. And you could also make a list of people that you think need the product. Um, and that way you can connect with them uh, um, independently and know you know, which one they are. So first you find them. So let's talk a little bit about how, well, let me back up first. Let's make your list. So the way you make your list is you go to the friends section. It's in the, it's in the left tab. So if you click on friends, it'll open up and it'll say, um, friend requests, suggestions, all friends, birthdays. And the very last option is something called custom lists. When you click on custom list, It'll give you the opportunity to build a list, add, um, add list. When you add the list, then you can, you can call it rep, uh, reps. You can call it 
uh, customers, whatever you want to call it. So you build the list and then you can add people to that list. And the reason that this is important is because it gives you the opportunity to, instead of hunting and pecking for all these people all the time, you now have them on a list. So you can go and engage with that content or their content consistently. That's kind of the strategy. Now I want to share a little bit more about the how. We talked about the how you build the list. So you find them, finding them. How do you find them? You can go into Facebook groups that might be mom groups, for example, if you're looking for moms that might be interested in earning some extra money. You could go into um, professional groups if you think a professional is more your person for the business side. You could go into groups that, um, like if you're in health and wellness and, and your product helps people with a specific problem, you can find groups on Facebook that deal with those problems. Like, you know, if they have uh, pain issues and your, pro your, your product helps people with their pain issues, find groups that are have a, a congregated group of people with a pain have, that have pain issues are in that group. You go, you find people that you think would be great for your product. They're active in the group. You add them to the list. So add people to the list. That's, that's kind of the first, find them, add them to the list. That's the second piece. And then the third part of it is you have to start talking with them. Now, how do you do that? Well, they're on this list and you can see them. So you write, let's say you find 10 people this week and you start focusing on those 10 people. You go to their profiles, you engage with their content, you make comments on the things that they're sharing. Um, you really, you know, and you don't do it from, hey, look at my product. This product is going to help you or, hey, I see you need to make more money. Don't do it like that. Do it in a real human to human way. Where do you find the connection with that person? Do they have kids that play sports? Okay, that's a that's a connection, right? If you have kids that uh, play sports, find the common ground and engage, talk with them, uh, show up consistently. They're going to see you engaging with their content and they're going to be like, who is this person? They may go check you out. They may see some of your content. You start to form relationships like this. So you find them, you add them, you talk with them. And the end goal, of course, is to sign them meaning sign them, sign them up as a customer, sign them up as a distributor or a rep. Um, but you have to do the first three things first. The nice part about this strategy is it, it gives you the opportunity to, to congregate a group of people and not have to hunt peck for them all the time. Love them up, connect with them, build relationships with them. They will check you out. Uh, they're going to start connecting with your content and voila, you have opportunity knocking. That's how I do it. That's how you can do it. It works. I promise. Try it. And, and Kim, I can't believe, I mean, when did Facebook come out? Was it 2008? Yeah, 2008 like that? probably. Well, I've been on Facebook for now, what is that, 14 years. I never knew about the friends list until earlier when you and I were getting ready to, to jump mm -hmm. on um, this, this episode, this interview. And I'm like, are you sure that's on there? And she actually shared a screen and she walked me through it. I'm like, oh my goodness, that is such a better way than me writing down things and then finding their name and clicking on it. And so just the organizational part and having that focus to being able to create a hot prospect list or potential customer list or potential rep list and then when you find those people, and like Ken, Kim talked about, you're engaging with their content. It's, it's more about conversations than it is worried about converting people. You know, let me just make a transaction 
when you're engaging with people, what happens? You know, one that know, like, and trust factor, you get there a whole lot sooner. Two, they know that you're being sincere, like you really care about what's going on in their life. And then not only that, when you do post, if you're engaging with their content, whose content are they most likely going to see? They're going to see yours. So a lot of times when I would go up to put whatever content I'm putting up, maybe it was, you know, about the family, different things. Then I'm like, hey, look, I'm going to put up a curiosity post about my product or my service or my business. And I go engage with my hot prospects, knowing that I'm probably going to show up on their feed, you know, and that's going to be an indirect follow up. So you're finding the people, you're categorizing them. Um, you're engaging with their content. And Kim, did you want to add something to that? Yes, I just, because what you said just uh, led me down just an, another road. I highly recommend that you do this because um, it, it will give you just one more leverage point. And you can do this on your personal profile and you can do it on your business page as well. Um, is I would put exactly what Darren just said, put the pen, the curiosity post to the top of your profile. So what is a curiosity post? A curiosity post is something that is going to get them to ask about your product or your service. Maybe you did a little live or you've got, um, you know, I have, I'll give you a quick example. Um, one, um, I've been working with this person for, you know, three months on blah, blah, blah. And I'm just so excited that they got this result, whatever the result was. It could be any time frame. It could be any result. Um, would you like to know um, how we did that, you know, how, how they did it, whatever. So it's getting them to ask, essentially. And it could be any kind of a curiosity post. It could be like, you know, um, I, um, I recently gave um, a client of mine three great tips for blah, blah, blah. Um, he used one of them and generated $7,000 in revenue. Would you like to know what those three things are? You know, it could be anything like that. But that gets them to comment below. Now, what you do from there is you respond to them in a private message or a DM. This is super important, okay? So you're starting a one-on-one -on -one conversation with them inside of a place where the open rate is, you know, almost 100%. They're going to look at it. Um, and that, because lots of times they don't see things in the, you know, if you just tag them in the comment, of the, you know, underneath the, the thread, um, Lots of times they don't see that. They don't pay attention to their notifications. But if you respond to them, uh, you know, hey, I, I saw you ask about, you know, whatever, X, Y, Z. Um, here's how we did it. Or here's more information. You know, it opens the door. It gives you they've asked for the information. It gives you an opportunity to give that information. Now, why is this so important that you pin it to the top? Because as you find people and you start engaging with them, they're going to go check you out. They're going to check your profile out. And that very first thing that they're going to see is what? That curiosity post. Today's episode is brought to you by RankUpAndLead.com. It's a free resource that I created because I've noticed there are five common mistakes that I see that leaders make. And so if you want to learn those five mistakes and how to avoid them so you can grow your team much faster, make sure to check out that free resource. It's great advice. And one of the things that you mentioned to the curiosity post, it's important to remember people don't buy features, they buy benefits. Mm -hmm. They don't buy what your product is, they buy what it does. If I go, hey, I've got this amazing drink that has has all of these ingredients in this drink, you're like, so what? But if I'm like, hey, this, this drink right here, thank goodness I found it. I've never slept so good. I've had better fat loss. I've, I've got better focus. 
And all of a sudden they're going, what the heck is that drink? I would love to sleep better. I'd love to have some fat loss. I'd love to have better focus. And even if they liked the post and didn't even comment, I'll even message them and go, hey, thanks for the love on the on the post. And you know, I don't because I always reach out to people the way that I wouldn't want to be reached out to. Like this morning on Instagram, somebody's like, oh, I'm loving your content. And, you know, what caused you to create that content? And, you know, and it's just a spam message. I'm like, no, you do not love my content. You're not even following me when I looked you up. Right. Yeah. I would much rather you just reach out and go, hey, thanks for the love on the post. Hey, I'm just curious, Kim, you know, are you open to some information on the, the product that you just you just heard about? It's either, nope, I'm not, or yes, I am. It's just direct and to the point. But creating those conversations, and I think think there's a double-edged sword when it comes to social media. Sometimes it can make us lazy to where you go, Mm -hmm. hey, I'm just going to post and and then, you know, close my eyes and cross my fingers and wait for people to flow my way. That's not going to happen. Yes, it starts to happen more consistently, but we have to also reach out and engage and create those conversations. Would you agree with that? Well, we have shifted. Social media is evolved to a place where it is not a broadcast system anymore. And if you're still using it as a broadcast system, that used to work where, you know, people could just post something and, and people are like, oh, I, I want to check that out. Right. You know, it does not it no longer works like it used to. Um, we have got to start talking with people. Uh, it, it is going to be the differentiator. Um, we have, you know, we've gotten let exactly what Darren said. We've gotten lazy as marketers because social media was always, uh, one, it gave us an opportunity to attract people to us for free. That has never in the history of owning a business been true. Traditionally, we've always had to market our businesses and pay to do so. But with social media, it gave us, and the whole internet as a whole, it's given us a an opportunity to show up, be competitive, even with large brands, and attract our person to us. But um, enter the problem, things are shifting. People have gotten wiser. They have gotten, they, there's so many opportunities for them, so many places for their time and attention to be consumed. And if we want to matter to them in the context of, of you know, them connecting with us, then we have to matter to them in some way. It's no longer, you know, just, it's no longer easy. We have to, we have to do the work and it's going to be a little harder. Uh, it's going to get harder which means you have to establish some systems for um, doing what you need to do to attract your person to you and ultimately get them involved in your business, which is why I'm such a fan of this strategy that I just shared with you. It's a system. It's a way for you to consistently um, connect with people um, and talk with them and ultimately build out that relationship so you have an opportunity to sign them into your company or sell them your product. I agree. And, and as I, you know, we end this episode and I'll get you to you know, give any final, you know, thoughts. Um, I was thinking about a company that hired me to do some consulting and train their distributors. And there was one lady that I interviewed in front of the entire company on a zoom and we're like, she, and I'm like, okay, you know, let us know your story. Because at this point she was just recognized as one of the top in the entire company in her fourth month. She's like, well, Darren, I'm a teacher. I don't have a lot of contacts. I've never done this type of thing before, but I got in. I was very coachable. I listened to what you all were telling me, and I started reaching out my first two weeks because she's got two little kids. I believe they were three and five when she when I was doing this interview. My husband works full-time job, and so life is crazy busy. No contacts, never done this before. 
busy life. But she goes, I reached out to 100 to 150 people my first week and 100 to 150 people my second week. And then I started on a daily basis, about 10 or 15 a day. And I'm like, wow, okay, so how many hours are you putting in? How are you fitting that into your busy schedule, being a teacher, a mom of two little kids, a spouse, both both spouses working full-time jobs? She's like, because I'm very intentional. It's not how much we do. It's the effectiveness of what we do, which is what you're talking about, using those systems. So she's like, I just use little little pieces of my – I would show up to work early in the parking lot at 6, 630, and I would connect with people on my phone. And then during the day, my lunch or break, I would connect with a few more. I'd get the kids in bed at night and, and, and lay in bed and connect with a few more. And I'm like, okay, how many hours total? She said about two a day, six days a week. She put 12 hours a week into her business, and she was able to reach out to more people than I used to before social media Maybe it, it, if you did 10 a day, you were full time and you were leaving your house and you were finding people and you were at chamber events and you were doing all this crazy stuff. So here's a mom, a busy mom, a busy spouse, a teacher being able to take her phone, connect with more people in two hours a day than we used to in two or three days if you were full time. So it was being intentional and using the time that she had. So I thought that was pretty powerful. So if you're looking to get your next 10 customers, your next 10 reps, it's just numbers, you know, your exposures or your miles per hour. How fast do you want to go? And, and Kim, the way that I looked at it, I'm like, okay, if I'm going to be bad before I'm good, I just want to hurry up and get it out of the way. So if I only get one out of 10 people and I want to get 10 customers or 10 reps, I need to share with a hundred people, but guess what happens? And if people go, man, a hundred people, you know, well, if it's a hundred in a month, that's only 25 a week. If I'm doing it five days a week, that's only five a day and you get a little bit better. So when I learned that it's just numbers, it's creating conversations, it's exchanging information, looking for the people that are looking, looking for the lookers, it took the pressure off of me when I was looking to do that. And then exposures, everything, and then the fortunes and the follow-ups and the great thing about social media, they're seeing your feed. They're seeing you post consistently about your family and your life and then boom, dripping in every now and then or dropping in some type of product or service or business related curiosity post. And, um, and so I think that's, that's, a, that's a great formula. So any, any last uh, thoughts or things you want to share with the audience? It absolutely is a numbers game. Uh, you know, when, when you're thinking about this through, can I do this? Uh, that's one of the reasons that I shared this strategy with you because literally anyone can do this wherever you are in your business. Um, my suggestion is that you start, you spend 30 minutes a day doing this. Um, so, and, and maybe the first day you do the find, right? You need to find some people. So find, you know, 10, 10 people, maybe it's 50 people, whatever. And, and I would do it in both lanes. I would do it like, who, who do you think is going to make a good person, could be a good person in your business and who would make a good customer? Um, and then I would uh, start spending 30 minutes a day engaging with those people in some capacity, 
you know, liking their content, leaving comments. I don't think liking com- liking content is enough or is powerful enough. I think you got to engage, meaning I think you got to leave comments on their um, on their content. But if you'll do the work, I promise you this will work. Um, you will if after a month of doing this consistently, if you haven't signed uh, ten people, ten customers, ten reps. Um, I would be stunned because I have done this consistently. I've taught this strategy for years. Um, it's fascinating how many people are not using it because it's it's a simple thing. You know, on other social platforms, we're trying to do all the stuff. You know, it's, it's a, not a sustainable model, but this is a sustainable model. If you can just spend 30 minutes a day, you know, doing the work, engaging with people, you will sign people. Yes, absolutely. Because the basics are what duplicate, you know, if we're not doing simple, basic things, then people look at it and go, you know what? I'm busy. I have a lot of stuff going on. I can't do what you do, but what you just laid out is something that anyone can do, no matter how busy they are, no matter what their experience or background is. And so phenomenal tips, Kim, amazing content as well. And for all of the ones that are listening, whether it's on Apple or Spotify, whether you're watching this on YouTube, what is the best way for them to connect with you? Um, well, the best way to probably to connect with me is um, on Instagram. Uh, you can go to uh, Instagram.com forward slash Kim Garst. Um, leave me a voice message if you have questions. I love to engage and meet new people and talk with people. So um, connect with me, um, especially if you're trying some of the strategies and you're running into roadblocks or if you are using them and they're working, I want to hear from you. All right. So connect with Kim Garst on Instagram and we will make sure that we put all of her information in the show notes. That way you can check out all the great things that she's doing and follow her and uh, success leaves clues. So you'll see her, you know, doing exactly what she's teaching and sharing with each and every one of us. Kim, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. I know uh, everyone here is very grateful and uh, we will see you soon. And uh, everyone, thanks for joining on this episode. If you have not already, make sure to hit that subscribe button and we'll see you on the next show.